bring everyone together for a great time with the Nintendo Switch system. Get the whole family in on the fun with exciting games that everyone can enjoy, like Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and more. Nintendo Switch has three different play modes all in one system. Play in TV mode, tabletop mode, or handheld mode when you're on the go. Visit nintendo.com slash us slash switch to learn more. Games rated E for everyone. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Star Talk. Your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and I also serve as director of New York City's Hayden Planetarium. Today is the second hour of our sci-fi movie show, and I'm joined by my comedian co-host, Leanne Lord. I'm also happy to welcome back the bad astronomer, Phil Plate. The topic today is time travel. So let's, let's just talk about time travel in the world of science. So what can you bring to the table? Well, it depends on what you mean by time travel. I mean, traveling into the future. What do you is, mean? It depends on what you mean. Well, what, what, okay. what, which word did you not understand in that sentence? <laughs> well, there's a positive and negative, right? We all travel in time. We're going forward, you know, a minute every sixty seconds. So we're going into the future. Like it or not, you're going to see it. Um, but you but can we're travel. trapped in the present as we move to the future. Yeah, but when you said that, it was the present. But now it's the past. Ooh, spooky. Okay, um, you guys really shouldn't do Hallmark cards. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, well, but we're traveling into the future, and if you, if you wanted to see what it's going to be like 100 years from now, there are ways to do that. And if you want to see what things were like 100 years in the past, there are kind of ways to do that. But if you want to see what the Earth was like 100 years ago, we can talk about that too. So let's do it. All right. Well, traveling into the future, if you want to see the distant future, there are ways to do it. Suspended animation, for example, would work if, if there were some feasible way of doing it biologically. So we, we just don't know slow how to down, do that. We'll slow down your bio functions Somehow. so that you basically age more slowly. Right. This is, this is a, a common way in sci-fi movies of decades ago where they go on long trips and they right. would put you in some kind of suspended animation. Right. It takes, you know, 100 years to get from here to there. So you freeze the, the people and, and they can wake up when they get to their destination. We don't know how to do that. You freeze somebody, they're, they're frozen. I'm that's, told Walt Disney bad. knows how to do it. Right? Yeah. If we, we, I suppose we could send his head to Alpha Centauri and see what happens. Uh, bad freezer burn, fellas. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you've got something on your nose. Oh, sorry. Frostbite over your entire brain. All right. Um, but that, that is, you know, possibly one way. Another way would be to travel very quickly. And according to Einstein's, Good old uh, Albert. you know, yeah, relativity, uh, if somebody who's moving very rapidly relative to someone on Earth would age more slowly. And so if you were to get in a spaceship and move very close to the speed of light, you could literally travel across the galaxy. And somebody on Earth would experience 100,000 years elapsing, while you might only exper experience a few months elapsing. And that is time travel into the future, because if you went to the star, you poked around, planted your flag, turned around, came back, 
200,000 years would have elapsed on Earth, and, and you would have only experienced a short a couple of months you know, for a fraction you. of that. Uh, the but problem by then, everyone is, would have forgotten about you. But well, yeah. well, basically, everybody's dead. So yeah, yeah. If that, so no for, child support. <laughs> ooh yeah, um, and yeah, no taxes. Hey, there may be some advantages to this. I'm just uh, but the problem with that is we have no clue how to go that fast. No, I bet everyone who wants to travel to the future wants to be able to come back to the present. Yeah, that's my and sense so, of it. So really, yeah, the honest definition of time travel is being able to travel backwards in time, and you know, I'm or not, or just treat. The timeline as a, as an accessible like dimension, a road. like a road, yeah, you can get off and get back on yeah. some other place, or go back to where you were as many times as you want. Right. Cloverleaf, okay, a, a chronic, a, a chronological cloverleaf. Mm-hmm. Um, write that down. I'm going to patent that and make that into a URL. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Traveling backwards in time. You know, the, the thing is, if you go back in time, the, 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 the usual paradox is I make a time machine, I go back in time, I kill my grandfather before he meets my grandmother, and I'm never born. And I, you know, I always and wonder about that. if you're never that. born, you couldn't have gone back in time it, to prevent them from meeting each exactly, other. Exactly. It's a paradox. Yes. So it, it's impossible to happen. I always wonder about that. Why do they always say grandfather? Why don't I just go back in time and kill my father? Mm-hmm. I, I, I liked my father. I wouldn't have any desire to do this. But That's why they don't portray that in film. Uh, yeah, maybe. Because it's a patricide. little more diabolical yeah. to kill your parents than... Um, Oedipus time Rex. I plus, don't know. Plus, plus, why even kill them? All you have to do is prevent them from meeting. That's right. That's all. If, you, if they don't meet at the put enchantment on, under the sea prom uh, dance, right, then they'll never put meet. Put them on different trains and then they don't meet. Exactly. And so... Uh, Give one are, of them bad breath before uh, they encounter, you know? And, and there, there are other paradoxes involved. That's that's sort of the canonical one, the one that everybody always brings up. Um, but there are there are other ones. I mean, what happens to the atoms that you're made of in the future, and you bring them back into the past? They're the same atoms existing in two different places at the same time. And that doesn't oh, make because sense. presumably your present still exists in the present. Yes. So it, if if everybody ooh. in the future yeah, went back in time, suddenly there's more people, there's more mass in the universe than there was at and that it, time. Yeah, at that time, and so that can't maybe averaged over However, the age of the universe. You know, it's, it's been said that. In the future, they have actually invented a time machine, and the most curious historical event that has piqued people's interest is the sinking of the Titanic. Yes. So they all went back to the Titanic to see it sink, and that's why it sank, because everybody this was <laughs> overloaded my, the Titanic. This was my idea for a short story, in fact. The reason the Titanic sank is because nobody knew how to steer the ship because they were all time travelers from the future. It's like they're all sitting here like, oh, there's, a, there's an iceberg. We should do something. And they're like, I don't know how to do something. All I know is I can pilot a rocket ship, but I don't know how to do a cruise liner. Right. And sink. And, 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 yeah, steamship cruise liner, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, yeah, I always liked that idea. So maybe actual events that we that have happened in the past, have already been influenced by time travelers. What do you think right. of that? Right, and so the other idea is that if you travel backwards in the past, the, the time is fixed, and it's, it's, it's not like a river flowing. It's more like a landscape. And you can move from one place to the other, but it's fixed. If you, if you go back in time and do something, then that, that happened always. So you can't go back and kill your grandfather. All you can do is uh, whatever random things you're doing, but no matter what you do, your grandfather and grandmother are going to meet. They're going to have one of your parents, and they're going to have you. You cannot change the past. So okay. you're saying there's no way I'm going to change my SAT score. <laughs> That's right. That's if you go fixed. back in time to change your SAT score, whatever you do will ensure that you got the SAT score you did when you were a kid. Right. So this is... I love thinking about this because it's like... It, it, it sounds so confusing, but when you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Right, no but, matter what you do, what's going to happen is what's going to happen. Okay, but that's a, that's a hypothesis. What, what, I'm asking, yeah. what, what I'm asking you for now is what science do you know that allows backward time travel? And I don't really know of any. I don't. 
I've heard some theoretical things and some really crazy physics involving infinitely long cylinders that are rotating near the speed of light and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. And you take a loop around it that where you revisit your ta- your your world line earlier yeah. than when you left. Yeah, it's like it's like doubling back on your own timeline. Right. And I don't. I, I'll be honest. I don't understand that kind of physics. That's way over my head. Okay. Or, or possibly going around a black hole and there are ways of going through it and coming back at a different point in space and time. Space and time are related, and, and in a black hole they kind of sort of swap places. And in a few months, uh, we'll have lost all capacity to go back into orbit the Earth. So conversations about orbiting black holes is not only science fiction, it's like something completely out of reach. It seems a little far-fetched right now. (laughs) All right. So what you're suggesting is even though there's no real accessible way to get to go backwards in time it doesn't prevent anyone from thinking about the consequences of it sure thing and i like thinking about it it's a fun mental exercise a fun mental exercise and of course many films have addressed this which we'll get to later in in this in this hour sure. but uh, until then let's talk about going into the future einstein with his relativity demonstrates that this is possible people freaked out they said no you can't travel into the future i mean so relativity had some had some naysayers at the time this we're now talking 100 years ago 1905 Right. Well, time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future, I believe. Uh, is, uh, yeah. So fly like an eagle. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought that was uh, I thought that was Thoreau. Um, uh, well, yeah. And, and sure, even even when Einstein came out with his ideas, people were having a, a problem with it. But come on. It's weird. That time is is fluid. Like uh, you can, you, you all know that you know waiting for a watch pot never boils, and if you're bored, time seems to, to to take longer. But that's just perception. Einstein was talking about a physical change in the way time elapses. And if you are if you are moving very quickly, your time slows down relative. That's where the relativity word comes from. Someone who's not moving, or so, if you're in a deep gravity field. Your time seems to move slower than somebody outside. So an important distinction there is I think earlier on people were saying, well, if it's just my perception that time has slowed down, then a watch shouldn't know the difference if it's just my biology. And But in fact, it's everything. It is the fabric right. of space and time that is providing this, this, this ability or this feature. That's right. And when I talk to people about this, and I'm sure as you do as well, when you do your, your public outreach, you really have to say, no, it's not just that you think time is slowing down. Your watch is physically ticking. At a different rate than a different one. And so, too, is your metabolism, the rate your atoms vibrate. Everything, yes. Yeah, subatomic particles are decaying and doing whatever it is they do on a daily basis when, you know, behind closed doors. They're, they're doing that <laughs> at, at a business. different rate. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, it can speed up or slow down. And so, you know, it, there's probably some prurient interest in this. But, uh, but in general, you know, that, that it, their time is different. Now, over, over an, uh, earlier before the show, you were talking about GPS and how that needs... Uh, relativistic correction. Tell us about that. This is something I like. I, I, you must get email. I get email. Oddly enough, when you when you when you go out there and, and try to talk about science and correct people's misunderstandings of science, you get email from people who are, I have this theory, and I I constantly get <laughs> I'm people. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I have questions. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop emailing me, Leanna. Oh my god. Um, I'll get people saying, I have a theory that overthrows relativity. It's like, no, no, you don't. Okay? <laughs> you don't. And relativity is one of the best tested ideas of all time. And in fact, the, the, the one thing I tell people is you, everybody uses a GPS these days. In it's some in way phone, or another. Some way or another. car, whatever. And uh, GPS has to account for relativity. The satellites that are orbiting the Earth that are used for global positioning um, are actually 
high enough up that the gravity they feel from the Earth is actually a little bit different than the gravity we feel here at the surface. And that makes their clocks tick a little bit faster. As than specified ours. by relativity. Yes. And it, it, relativity says, bam, this is what it is. So relativity says if you're deep in a gravity well, as we are down on the surface of the Earth, That's right. gravity will tick more slowly Correct. than if you're at a lesser gravity high up. That's right. And so these are orbiting high up, so their clocks are ticking at a different rate, yet they're trying to tell you what time it is. Oh, but wait a moment, Neil, because it gets worse but wait, than it. there's wait, more. Wait a moment. This moment will stretch out relativistically. In fact... Uh, Einstein also said that if you're moving relative to somebody else at a high velocity, your clocks will slow down. And these satellites are orbiting the Earth at 15, 18,000, whatever it is, miles, miles an hour. hour. Yeah. They're moving very quickly. So they've so got two strikes against slow them. Slow down. So their clocks are faster than ours a little bit because they're, in high, they're, they're experiencing lower gravity. But they're moving so rapidly, their clocks are actually moving slower than ours. When you take these two effects into account... What's uh, the net effect? The net what? effect is that their clocks are ticking more slowly. You have to account for both of these to get it right. And since global positioning satellites have to know where their position is and where your position is to figure out of the position, the P in GPS, if you don't account for relativity, and they use, the, they use I like clocks that the P to do this. GPS. That's, that's, that's right. That's good. I mean, that's good. It's, it's not doesn't stand for fill or plate. It's actually position. <laughs> um, if, if you don't account for these relativistic effects, your GPS would be off by some large amount. It's hundreds of yards or a fraction of a mile every single day. And that would accumulate, presumably. It, yes, it would. And so it, you're, the fact that your GPS can, can nail you down to a few yards wherever you're, you're standing means that relative, relativity is correct. So the people that say relativity is wrong, they just have no... They're, yet they're happy to use their GPS. Yes, and so they're absolutely wrong. There's no relative here. They're wrong. <laughs> they're, they're wrong, not... Uh, right, so... Re- <laughs> So turn right ahead. <laughs> relatively not only works on paper, it works in space. Yes, and there are other things too. We see subatomic particles with very short lifetimes that are created at the top of the atmosphere when cosmic rays hit our air. And these subatomic particles we detect on the ground could not possibly reach the ground in the amount of time. So we know that they're moving so quickly that their clocks have slowed down and they have the lifetime to make it. So, For example. So it affects obviously not only wristwatches and biological metabolism, it's affecting the rate at which particles decay. The very fabric of the universe they is They even know about the relativity. That's exactly right. That's deep. That's, that is so deep. When we come back, we're going to take a tour of all the best time travel movies there are and see how well they do. This is Star Talk Radio. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. 
How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Star Talk Radio. Welcome back. So, what do you think of Planet of the Apes? I love that movie, the original with Charlton Heston. Yeah, and they had and the, McDowell. They had people suspend in suspended animation, as we discussed in the first segment, right? Because they don't know how long you don't want to use up your resources, and so so. And then some of them died, I think, when they landed. Is that right? Um, there was there was a woman on board who dies in suspended animation. One of their one of his fellow uh, fellow astronauts gets shot, and then another one gets shot and stuffed and put into a museum. I remember that, and you see the Yikes. cotton in his eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was so grim. Well, that's what they because they're the damn dirty apes. Yeah. So tell me about the time travel in that. Was it? Comment on its accuracy. What do you think? It was fine. They're they're traveling uh, to a different star, so they're moving very rapidly. So they must have gone in some loop because they landed back on Earth but didn't know it. Uh, yeah, that's so not another planet. Let's circle. make this. Let's circle, make this clear. Yeah. This is not some parallel planet that had a different evolutionary track. This is Earth that he comes back to in the future. Right. And what humans evolved back into apes is that. Well, yeah. Leanne, I, is, does your data support this that humans are evolving back to apes? Uh, I'm Back actually, to hairy apes. I I'm think. actually not convinced of what you just said. How do we know it's not an alternate uh, developmental track? How do we know that? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, in Phil, the, there, yeah. There are some. Yeah. There are some Mr. lines movie in the movie, so we know it's the Earth in the end because he's at the Statue of Liberty, and and so there's some other things that indicate it's Earth. Um, there's some there's some gotcha lines in it when they're they're on a raft and they're going down the river and they're trying to figure out where they are. One of them looks up at the at the sun in the sky and says, "It's a little too yellow." Do you think it's Bellatrix, which is a real star in Orion? And and they're sort of misleading you, making you think they're on a different planet. Uh, and in the sequels, in Beneath the Planet of the Apes and Battle of the Planet of the Apes and uh, Apes and the Apes of the Planet, I don't even. There was like five sequels. Uh, they actually establish how. Uh, there's a, the, the, one of the apes comes back in time, and that's where you have to assume there's time travel. The ape goes back in time and becomes the first ape that can talk and then leads the revolution, which becomes the planet of the apes. Oh, so yeah. what you're saying is that the entire premise of that movie required backwards time travel. I don't think in the first movie it does. That, they, that they'd thought that through. I, I don't think so. And in the original book, uh, it, it's actually... Well, you um, read the books, too. Yeah, it's I'm actually, it's actually a decent He's book. A um, it really, yes, I still read. Um, mm-hmm. But then this was like 20 years ago when I still read. Now yeah. I prefer to just you know sleep. But uh, uh, I believe uh, they go to another planet, and it's a parallel evolution, and they come back to Earth. And the big twist is apes have taken over during the time they were gone. Right, right. Uh, maybe not as much impactful as, you know, pounding the sand and, and screaming at the Statue of Liberty. But uh, still, it's a decent book. 
Okay. And so, uh, now how about Grand- Groundhog Day? That's a fun <laughs> one. That's, that's the time travel I think we all wish we could be part of because you get to slightly <laughs> change what happens. Speak for yourself. To ch- <laughs> you get Man. to change the past. He wakes up every morning, relives the day, but he has a memory of what happened the last time. What do you think of that? It's an interesting premise. It's never really explained. Uh, it's clearly not the groundhog itself because he kills the groundhog uh, in, in a what he steals a truck and dives over a, the edge of a quarry and he still wakes up uh, listening to Sonny and Share and, and you know if you want to wake up to you I've got this you much babe about the movie oh this yeah is, this yeah, is it's, scary it's a good Phil. flick Phil this is um, scary well you know it's it's his name is Phil in the movie uh, and so <laughs> the, like groundhog the groundhog or him? Yeah. both and so everybody teases him about that I thought Phil was his last name Puxatawney Puxatawney Phil, Puxa, Puxa Phil. Yeah, but, yeah okay but his name is Phil. Okay. Anybody, okay, we need to. Uh, okay, now is when the uh, art oh, yeah, Google it. it doesn't matter. <laughs> we got our his, engineers his name tweeting there. But, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Googling, yes. It was kind of a cool idea, and you don't really ever find out how long he was in there, but he was in there long enough to be able to become a you know an incredible piano player at the end of the end of the movie and i think there was an interview was it Rob, was it robert zemeckis or john landis who directed this movie well whoever there was an interview with him saying he was actually trapped in there for years maybe even hundreds of years long mm. enough to be able to heck, acquire that expertise yeah okay and and to me that would be the ultimate torture to be able to to, to be trapped in a in one place like that and have to live that over and over again it made me crazy how about superman uh, the original Superman, the movie. Okay. The one where you will believe man can fly. Yeah, Christopher Reeve. This, I, okay, I love this movie. 1970-whatever. <laughs> it's still one of John Williams' best yeah. soundtracks. I just think it's the it's one of the best superhero movies. It, it takes it, it it just takes itself exactly the right amount of seriously. Wait, Superman two was a little better, but we're sp- referring specifically to the time, the time travel, the time reversal. I just want to get that out there that okay. I like this movie. Um, he he flies around the Earth. And somehow backwards. the Earth spins the other way. He flies around the Earth backwards from the rotation. And I think there was a little bit of confusion there. I think that he was supposed to be traveling so close to the speed of light that he was reversing time. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's flying around the Earth so quickly that the Earth somehow gets dragged backwards and spins backwards, as if you just spinning the Earth backwards would spin backwards time. Leaving everyone to think, that, yeah, if, that if you just turn the Earth backwards, that time would reverse. Yeah, and why doesn't yeah. he reverse time a couple of days so he has more time to fix things? And then, right. let me tell you something. The whole reason this thing happens is because Lex Luthor is shooting two missiles in opposite directions. Right. And he promises Miss Tessmacher, and yes, believe me, I know this movie, that he's going to stop the missile heading towards New Hackensack, Jersey. Hackensack, Hackensack where New her Jersey, mother lives. where her mother lives. That's exactly yeah. right. And so he has to stop that one. He can't stop the one that hits the San Andreas Fault. That's why Lois Lane gets killed, and he has to make the Earth go backwards. He can't catch up to a missile, but he can fly around the Earth fast enough to make it spin backwards. Hello. Yeah, that's crazy. Hello. That's crazy. Plus, Still at the time, the I had a girlfriend, and we saw the movie together, and yeah. he starts flying backwards and reverses time, and she turns to me and says, can he really do that? Mm-hmm. And I said, why didn't you ask me earlier whether a man in blue pantyhose can fly? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> why is this the first issue <laughs> that you have with the physics of the film? People have different thresholds. <laughs> and, and if you ever watch a Big Bang Theory on TV, in the first episode, they go through this. I did they, not see the first episode. Right? I have to go back to my the archives. They're talking to somebody about this and saying, you know, can Superman fly or does he just jump? Mm. And 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 it, 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 there's this whole thing about she says, oh well, people can't really fly, and he, and and one of the nerds actually says, oh no, let's assume that. It's like <laughs> the first thing that a science nerd would actually say, no, blah, blah, blah. and so they actually they just sweep right past that. I love that scene; it's very funny. Okay, so that's so you're saying obviously he can't do that, but he's Superman, so they why not let him do it in the 
it's Superman physics. It's not yeah, real physics. Yeah, you know, he can fly. Oh, He's invulnerable. Superman physics. Is there a degree in this? <laughs> is, is, that, is that what makes it so that when he puts on a pair of glasses, nobody knows that he's Superman? Yeah, is that's, that how, that well, yeah, okay? that's how they, that's, that's, you know. Yeah. So how about how about Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home? Voyage Home with the that has some. That's had some star, time travel back to our present right. of the day. Star, it, was save, you know, it was Save the Whales. That was the, the right. subtitle for that one. And Star Trek did this in the series a few times. And they've, 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 they've done this in the movies. You know, it, it's, in the series they established that if you, if you warp around the sun, it'll somehow make you go back in time. And since, that's movie, since moving faster than light, as far as we know, is impossible anyway, and who knows how this physics works, sure, yes, warping around the sun can make you go back in time. Wait a minute. But, if but why going, not? Uh, but we all know that tachyons, which exist faster than light, do move backwards in time. Well, we don't so, know if they're real, though. But, but if they did exist, they would move backwards in time. Because this they're moving faster than light. Be- <laughs> it's a yes. lot of ifs. No, but, and but, if Neil is making sense. No, no, and... but they're good ifs. Okay. Some, th- these ifs are better than other ifs. Alrighty. All right? So, so... Th- I have some buts for your ifs. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then some thens. So, so the point is, in Einstein's equations, if you put in faster than light velocity, you get backwards time travel. So you hypothesize a particle that would do this. So if you in, are in a sci-fi story and you go faster than light, as they're doing all the time with their warp drives, they can, in principle, go backwards in time like the tachyons can. I will have to grant that. I never took a class in general relativity in grad school, so okay. actually I don't know. Um, so you could be making this up, and I would, sure, <laughs> yes, Neil, of course. I think it's patently obvious to even the most dim-witted observer that, of course, you're correct. But Doesn't they- this only work if Scotty is your engineer? Yes. Okay. And only if occasionally the engines can't take it. Right, yes. That's right. So, Buckland. so what did you think of the scene where he helps the engineer... On his Mac Plus, whatever the computer was at the time. He helps the engineer invent transparent transparent aluminum. aluminum, And then they worry that he affected time in the past, which, of course, their very existence back then is doing this. All right. Right. They're affecting events. And then they say, well, how do you know he's not the guy who invented it? Right. And then McCoy leans over and says that to Scotty. And he's like, oh. So, so yeah, I mean, if you're going to explain a big time travel paradox, that's a great way to do it. They right. just shuffle it right under the rug. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> and, and here's Scotty who's picking up a mouse because he doesn't know that it's not a... The computer mouse, yeah. yeah he's yeah, just talking a to the mouse. To talk to it. And yet he can, see, he can seem to program in the Mac OS operating system, you know, from 1980, whatever it was. But that's an so. ad about how simple it is. It wasn't Windows. Oh, oh there, there it, it is. It just works. Yeah. <laughs> so another one of my, my favorite piece of that film was when McCoy, the doctor, McCoy, is yeah. walking through the hospital just healing everybody. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, dialysis. <laughs> Doc, doctor gave me a pill and I grew a new kidney. A new yeah. kidney. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe that, that that's kind of cool. We do some of that today compared with medicine from 200 years ago. It looks like it would, be, it would look like magic today. I have to wonder what medicine is going to be like. And, and I, I would assume a lot of it is going to be just even cutting around a lot of the problems we have today. They'll won't even have to worry about stuff like that. So we all look forward to medicine of the future, for sure. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite of the benchmark movies was Time Machine itself, H.G. Wells, done a right. few times in film. What I found interesting, most interesting about it was he, his loved one died, and his, his, his love interest died, the main character's love interest, and he went back to keep trying to save her, and everything he tried to do to save her would get her killed. And so he recognized that that was a fundamental part of the timeline that he could not change. 
Oh, so this is in the remake, the recent remake. The remake, yeah. yes, yes, that was ca- that was captured. Although honestly, he went back once and tried, and it didn't work. And then he's like, "Oh, oh, well, that's it." Like, really? You can't show at least one other effort. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Terminator. We'll see you after the break. the bad astronomer, and comedian Leanne Lord. We're talking about time travel in movies. And just before the break, we mentioned The Terminator. But I'm going to save that for a little later. All right. Let's go into just a campy, fun movie. Well, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. How could you not love that movie? I really liked it. I thought it was quite funny. It was, I, I thought it was great. And, and any comments about the science of that? <laughs> well, in fact... If you take I an umbrella, that sentence actually came out of my mouth. <laughs> if you take an umbrella and attach it to a telephone booth, <laughs> and you happen to have George Carlin handy, time travel is in fact possible. I won't even mention time traveling phone booths may have been done by Doctor Who first, but and, and wasn't it a phone booth in Time Bandits or not? Oh my gosh, I. Don't yeah, remember. I forgot that. Well, they Maybe. Had the map, but I yeah, don't I forgot. Yeah. So is that why they've actually gotten rid of phone booths? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. People my... were moving around in time. And Superman yeah. uses it to become Superman. I mean, phone booths. Where would we have been without them? In they're our in Harry Potter. Man, they're as the well. Swiss Harry Army Potter. knife. Yes, uh, that's true. Yes. It's a Swiss Army knife of of movie science. Bring it back. So what I liked about Bill and Ted was that they kept the personalities of these characters in the present. And so Beethoven went into the music shop in the mall, and right. Genghis Khan has got the baseball bat, and and Joan of Arc is conducting the aerobics lesson. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just thought that it was, it was, it was kind of cool. It's what you'd want it to be if you could go back and bring historical figures well, into the present. There's a crucial scene when they need to get someplace, and they need to get a car. I can't remember the exact details, but they're standing there talking, and they're saying, we need to, you know, we have a time machine. We could go into the future, or go into the past, get the keys to the car, and leave them for us here. Well, where would we leave them? How about right here behind the sign? And they walk by the sign, and there are the keys. That's right. It's like, I say, we have to remember to do that later, dude. Yeah. And they do. And it was like, I, I could not stop laughing in the theater watching. So it was, it was brilliant, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was actually a really, really well so done, they, tightly they, scripted they, movie. They willed the keys to exist where they would look for them. But they had to remember to put them there when they went back in time. That's right. And I love that in movies. And, and, uh, and to mention Doctor Who again as well, it's a British t- time travel show. When they actually use time travel that way, when they say, I need, I need to remember to go back in time and do this later. I, I just love stuff like that. It makes me giggle. So how about Terminator? Well, there you go. That's a, right? that's a, that's a tight movie. I'll be back. <laughs> that's a tight movie, you got to admit. You know, that wait, wait, first, geek out. off, okay, geek okay, off, okay, geek, right. geek alert. All right. Can you recite every one of Arnold's lines in that movie? There are only five of them. Really? Yes. Okay. Your clothes, give them to me. Good one. Okay. Um, your clothes, give them to me. Good. Blank. Okay. Uh, uh, um, Sarah Connor. That's he he says lines. that a lot. Yes. <laughs> okay. You got another one? Blank off, blank hole. <laughs> How about that? Or beep off beep hole. Oh, that, that sounds even worse. Good, that's, that's, that's actually quite dirty, I that's think. That's right. Okay, so how about um, uh, What is your address there? Give me your address there. Give me your address there. Give me your address there. Okay. Oh, gosh. What else does he to say? 
I don't remember. I, I love mean, the fact that he lands at Griffith Observatory and Planetarium in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, where yeah. he lands. Nice bit of product placement. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, your clothes can be for, I can't remember anything else. So there, is Hasta la Vista Baby not in one? No. no that's in the second no, one. No, no. Okay. Yeah, the, the young John Connor teaches yes, him to say that. Okay. Yeah. Just testing you guys on your geek. Then I'll be Bach. When, he's, when he leans over, I love that. And then the, the cop's just sitting there doing his stuff, and then the car crashes through. So, so, tell, so tell me about some of the, the what might be the science of that. Well, you, you, you just have to kind of say, well, they invent. Time travel. Actually, the one, the one B. <laughs> thank you, yes, Phil. Thank you yes. for coming from Colorado to but, New York to tell me this. Honestly, Hi, but that's yeah. Thank, thank you, and and you know, tip your waitress. Um, in in fact, the thing that kills me is we've had this nuclear war. Humans are on the run. We're about to be crushed, and yet somehow we have the wherewithal to invent time travel. Hey, maybe you should have built a bomb to blow up, uh, you know, Skynet or something. But you know, no, we'll work on. Time travel instead. Well, I thought, no, 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 I thought the machines had worked on time travel, and we just sort of stole that because they sent the Terminator back, and then we sent Reese, Reese back to go after the Terminator. Is that clear? Because I, well, you, maybe because you said they said the rebellion captures. Yeah. So you're saying the machines invented the time yes, machine? Yes, because their goal was to go back because John Connor was a pain in the butt. So they wanted to go back and kill. To, uh, to remove him from the equation. Exactly. Oh, you so know what? You are save, right. You know him. Then they send Reese back. You're right. Okay. Reese even says the. The, the machines were smashed. We had won. There's that line that Kyle Reese Did says. Did I just out-geek you? Uh-oh. Oh. Leanne Lord. In the house. Smackdown. Oh, Whoops. man. Oh. Which you would not hear that sound in space. I feel, <laughs> I feel terrible. <laughs> now we're going to invent time travel to go back in time so and feel, kill you before you say that. that. And, and then I can and just say, oh, yes, over. the machines invented time travel. <laughs> <laughs> didn't we have a, didn't we have somebody else in the studio? What happened to her? So there's something else they got right in the movie. There's the scene where Sarah Connor's actual twin double is shown in the film. That's in the second movie. Oh, that's the second movie. Yeah, at okay. the Ironworks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's there at the at the playground watching the children play, and a nuclear device goes off over. I guess that's Los Angeles right. in the background. Oh, I know what you're going to go with. This. And yeah. so, in a nuclear device, the energy that reaches you first is the light right. from the explosion. Then the shockwave reaches you, okay? So you get the light, and it is hugely intense, and it basically vaporizes you. Or whatever. It, it, it'll melt you. It'll vaporize you. It'll burn you. Then the, the shockwave, which is moving at the speed of sound rather than the speed of light, right. follows the light, and that's what, what comes later and then breaks everything apart. Right. Then you get the, the air, the expanding air, which then blows everything into the winds. All we are is dust in the wind. Dust. Yes. Wind. So they got Dude. that right. The three forces that operate in the aftermath of a nuclear explosion. So that made you yeah. happy. Well, you weren't confront- yeah. confronting anybody at a dinner party later. In the face of having to show something that disastrous, yes, they got that their physics right. That damn scene gave me nightmares for like a month. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty creepy. And Neil's it's- giggling. Here. <laughs> no, well, the nuclear explosion was accurate. So awesome. is there any physics you can tell me about about the... The time travel. Well, they never really talk about it. I mean, the expanding sphere and all that, you know, that was pretty cool, but they never really talk about it. The idea that only living tissue can go through in time, but that's just a... That bugged you know, me, though, because you're a yeah. plot device. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I t- even tweeted this. Your hair is dead, so he would have come back bald. Right, yeah, I remember thinking that as well, and like your fingernails and, and yeah. ba- basically your outer layer of skin. Yeah, yeah, so uh, he'd be... He'd be... He'd look like, like he'd been loofed. He, he would be... You know, his, 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 he'd be loofed. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, he'd God. he would be all dermis instead of epidermis. <laughs> but, but but Reese actually says something about there's something about the energy field generated by a living body. So maybe that encompasses your hair. Now I don't have to worry about that being relatively hairless myself. <laughs> okay. Um, but the the movie the beauty of it is that the plot all holds together. It's not just somebody traveling back in time and then doing stuff. The the movie the the, the time travel is part of the movie. Reese has to go back in time mm-hmm. to impregnate. Uh, Sarah Connor so that she can ha- give birth to John Connor. And he has, uh, I love it when he has the picture of her. Yes, I love And he, that. he's looking at that picture and he says, I always wondered what she was thinking at that moment when this picture was taken. And at the end of the mo- movie. That's the moment. She's thinking of him. I mean, in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all this, and I'm like getting choked up. Come yeah. on. That was so Actually, cool. that's not what I thought she was thinking. I thought she was just terrified of what was in her future. I wasn't getting all... Well, she's looking to the future. Interpersonal about about it. About how she was, but she was saying, you know, you'll never know your father or something. But she was actually thinking about Kyle. So just to get the just to get the genetics of this straight. Yes, he is his own father. He's John Connor's father. So he's the he's John Connor's son, but he begat John Connor. No, 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 no. no. John Connor is Kyle's Kyle Reese's son, but he goes back in time, gets Sarah Connor pregnant. She gives birth to John Connor, and then John Connor has to send his father back in time. To be his so father. So that he could exist. Yes. yes. And that's why the movie is so tight. And, in fact, it's, the, it's probably the only movie in the history of movies where the sex scene is, in fact, integral to the plot. <laughs> yeah. You know, they had to say. Take that, censors. Sorry, Ms. Hamilton. You got to do it. You got to you know? get laid wherever yeah, that. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. Very cool. And that line has never worked for me, though. So, <laughs> come with me if you want to live. And, you know, and that doesn't actually work at the bar, sadly. Now, oh, was that one of the lines that you guys missed? From no, Ryan? actually, no. Reese says that. Oh, darn it. The, the right. Terminator okay. says that in the second movie, okay. which is an homage to the first yes. movie. Yes. yes. You got it. You got it. So, any any, any t- time travel movies I've left out? I mean, those are, those are good. Well, uh, well, Back to the Future. Back to the future? Uh, that's yeah. worth its own segment. I want to save okay. that for the last right. segment of Star Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with all this time travel, so what? What we're confessing here or recognizing here is that they don't put much physics in the time travel. They just ex- assert that it can exist and then tell their stories behind it, right? I think that's pretty close. I mean, there are times How about when somewhere they... in time? Do you remember that? Once again, Chris Reeve. No, I haven't actually. There's seen a romantic. Oh, is that the one where Every... he, falls, he falls asleep holding the penny yes, and he's thinking that... really hard. So that's time travel. Oh, I love that. A chick flick time travel. That's what yeah. that was. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably why I've never seen. It. <laughs> wow. It, it was romantic. It was. It was. And My he's, wife he's... wants me to see that movie, and it's like I. I Dude, I that's know. major. Aliens? Points. No rockets? No. No. I'm yeah. There's no explosions. Yeah, there's no aliens. Yeah. There's no. Tidal waves. It's the strongest force in the universe. Universe. Love being that which brings you back through time. So, what I liked about it was, and because I've thought about this often, if I go back through time, I need currency of the period. I yes. can't. I cannot bring a Teddy, a, 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 a Roosevelt dime back to a pre-Roosevelt era and spend that money and have anyone think it's real money. That's right. You need cash serving the time that you're in, and they did this in Star Trek because they had mm-hmm. a wardrobe. They say, "Here, wear yeah, this yeah, and yeah. wear that." And of course, my favorite line back in in the Star Trek Four was when Spock gets on the bus. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets off the bus, and he's, "What is exact change?" And I said, "Spock, aren't you smart enough to at least done your homework?" And figure no, this that's out? not the problem. He did too much LDS at Berkeley. Is that what yeah. that is? Well, that's what Kirk said. We've got to take a quick break, but more Star Talk when we return.
When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. This is Star Talk Radio. Welcome back. The most recent time travel movie I can think of is Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Did you see that film? Yes, I did. I, I did not. Tell me about the okay. science in that film. It's actually one of the most scientifically accurate movies I have ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah. This endorsement paid in full by whatever studio made that movie. Surely because something in the interaction of the alcohol and the circuit board could have turned the tub into absolutely. a time machine. That's what I'm thinking. The right alcohol content, the electricity, the marriage of the two, it's fantastic. Whenever I'm in a hot tub and I spill a lot of alcohol on the control panel, I flash back to the 80s. So I think, I think actually a factual basis to this film. Well, it can't be any more or less believable than a Flux capacitor. Come on now. That's a better name. I have a flux capacitor. Uh, Don't you? I'm not authorized to. Oh, I see. I see. You have an entire planetarium, (laughs) but not a flux capacitor. I see. So let's let's talk. Let's talk stuff about uh, Back to the Future. First, it was. It's one of the great time travel movies of all time. I think. And is there any any moments that that for each of you that rise above the rest? In the time travel aspects of the film, wow, uh, that rise above. I, I, well, yeah, sure. When, um, uh, when at the end of the movie, when he goes back to the future, there are subtle changes that happen, and I didn't even notice it the first time. In fact, uh, it wasn't until because I went he to actually see the movie he again. actually changed the future by having been in the past. Right. He he he. Yeah. It, Sorry, he changed his, his present. Yeah. By by fa- by replacing his father in the tree. There's a series of events that cascades into the future, and so when he goes back to back to the future, things are different, and they they threw. So give in, me a list of some of those things that are different. Well, as he's leaving the barn after he goes back into the past in 1955, he runs over one of the pines because he he restarts the DeLorean. No, yes. No, no, no. As he comes back through time, the DeLorean accidentally drives over one of the. Tr- no, no, no. He's, he's, oh, he's coming in, back. He out. comes back in time. He's in the barn. Mm-hmm. The, the the farmer comes out and is going to shoot him. Shoot him. So he, as farmers always do. Yes, when, when yes. you At night when you go into their barn. Exactly. Yes. And, and so so Marty gets in the, he, he he starts the DeLorean up, 
crashes through the door and runs over one of the pines. And you hear old man, whatever his name is, say, my pine! And, and the, the, the estate sign that talked about the future real estate that would go there described it as Twin Pines. Twin Pines Mall is the name of the mall where he and Doc Brown are testing out the DeLorean. So we're, we're, we're to believe, surely accurately, that this mall was once this farmland. Yes. Yes. As the, and so when he goes back to the future. How hard is that to believe? Yeah, yeah. Christ. Yeah, well, you know, and he goes back to the future, and you see the sign for the mall says, it was, I think it was Lone Pine Mall. Lone Pine Mall. Yeah. Instead of Twin Pine Mall. And I don't remember And any, they don't make a big deal of it. The camera just pans oh, by it. And uh, that's my favorite thing in a movie is where they, they just sort of toss something in there and let you figure it out for yourself. That means you have to pay four times to see the yeah, movie. Well, yeah, I I didn't notice that until the second time I saw them. Yeah, no, I, I was I was floored by this when I saw. I it. caught it like the fifth time, so yeah, it was a little slower really, than you. Really, but a really subtle. Yeah, yeah, I caught it. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a, a continuity error that I caught right away. Ooh, that really? Marty, Ooh. Well, Marty writes a note yes. to Doc Brown and leaves it for him, and when Marty goes back to the future, and again, you know, spoiler alert here, uh, <laughs> and and Doc Brown opens up his his jacket and is, there's a bulletproof. Vest and Marty says, "How did you know?" Doc Brown holds up the the note. He taped it back together. Yes, after tearing it apart. And the, the the handwriting's different on the note. And I only remember that because Marty signed it, and it went like across a crease or something. And his signature was in a different place. And I, I remember sitting in the theater thinking, "Wow, the note's different." Uh, and my second thought was, "Wow, I'm a giant dork." That <laughs> yes. I noticed that. Wow. And were but you no. alone in the theater when you saw the <laughs> Yes, Okay. But you know what? No script supervisors get fired for that sort of thing. Uh oh! So you just cost someone. What? The job. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, it was filmed, what, 25 years yeah, ago? Probably so, yeah, probably retired now. So yeah. your point is this. Ah, the kid on the radio is. Uh, you pay close enough attention to the original signature, notice that it went across a crease in the paper. Or something like that. You'll okay. see that the note is different. A continuity. All right. Any other? Anything but else you notice? Fairly trivial error. Yeah, that is as geek. I can't. I don't know if I can match that. I'll try hard. But go on. Give me another one. Oh, I don't know. Another, uh, no, no. It's just some more. something in mind? I. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, any other... There's uh, no such thing as a flux capacitor. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, that we yeah. know of. Yeah. That we know of. And, uh, I'm not authorized to... Dive. So, the idea of a DeLorean being unreliable seems fairly accurate. <laughs> now, how about this? <laughs> the lawyers are calling. Have you heard anyone ever pronounce Giga as Jigga? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. You it, have? It, no, no, no. I have never. Outside of rap songs? Uh, oh, Jig. Oh. Yeah, get Giga with it, I <laughs> think, get, is the... Get Jiggy uh, with it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, and in fact, that really bugged me in the movie. Yeah, he said uh, gigawatt. Gigawatt, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's unfortunate. So how about, uh, I, I, here's something you might not have known. All right. Do you remember when Doc Brown is doing his uh, wire tweaking to, in anticipation of the lightning bolt yeah. near the clock, and the cop comes up, okay? Mm-hmm. And he says, do you have a permit for that? Yes. Okay, and then we just continue. Well, he he pulls his wallet out and says, yeah. "Yeah, let me see if I have one here." And he's pulling out money. He's pulling out money. Oh, I he never bribed, noticed this. He no, no. The reason why you didn't oh, notice okay. because that scene was cut. It's in the DVD extras. I remember seeing that in the theater. No, it was not in the theaters. No. Then I saw it on TV. I've not seen it, it was on TV. Well, then you have a widescreen TV in your house, is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I in fact. See? <laughs> but, but I never saw it on DVD, he, be, so I, and I know I've seen that. They scene, cut that. I, it was originally cut from the movie, and uh, and I was kind of glad it was cut because he's not a bribing kind of guy. You know, it was actually out of character. But with he him. was very rich. I thought you were about to say he pulls money out, and it's modern money. Oh no, I didn't. I, no, I didn't look. I, I was know, shocked okay. that he's bribing the cop, and that's but, how he can continue. With well, this I know experiment. I've seen that scene. I just don't know where. I, I mean, I've seen this movie for gazillion times, four, four gigawatt times, and yeah, I've, so I've, I know I've seen it, but not on DVD, so maybe 
uh, some version on television, they showed the DVD version. And, of course, my favorite is Mr. Fusion at the end there. That's awesome. That's to- so good. The- Mr. Fusion, that's how, in the future, rather than finding plutonium, which, by the way, is an element named after Pluto, believed at the time it was named to have been a planet. Discovered in 1940, 10 years after Pluto itself. I thought it was named after Plutarch. No? So okay. not. Oh, and they saved the element after uranium for the name plutonium. So it's after Neptunium. So you have uranium, Neptunium, plutonium, right. three consecutive elements on the periodic table. Pluto got on the periodic table on false pretense. You're just waiting for Tysonian, aren't you? <laughs> Tysonium, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, we're, we got to wrap this up. This has been Star Talk Radio. I want to thank my guests, and as always, I want to bid you to keep looking up. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.